time to go to the podcast, everybody. Welcome to the zone. We're here. Welcome to Green Hill Zone. Welcome to Marble Zone. Welcome to Black Diamond Hill. Welcome to the Island Shuffle. Welcome to Cheddar, baby. Hey, if you were ready for Cheddar, I hope you left your matzo behind. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk I, about a Monterey Jack. <laughs> talk about a... I just wanted to say <laughs> Poblerone as a cheese. That's not a Poblerone? cheese. Poblerone? I th- Poblerone with a P. Poblerone. Poblerone. Um, I, I think I'm thinking of provolone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And also Pablo. I'm not really. I'm Yeah, I'm thinking of Pablo. I'm thinking of the life of Poblerone, the famous Kanye the West album. The life of Poblerone. Yes. yes. The life of Toblerone. The life it of was bought at Christmas and you didn't see it again for 11 months. Yes. You ate one of the triangles and then you left the rest with your mom with your mom hey shout out to all the moms out there if you're a mom you're doing god's work uh probably at least i hope you are and god pick up the slack what are moms doing all your work for god god come on you've had your seventh day you've had your rest you had your rest now come on come on moms can't do it all roll up your damn sleeves and raise these children. Just once, I would like God to raise a child. <laughs> every time I see, uh, every time I see a rude person, I think to myself, "Who raised this?" And then I remembered, "Oh yeah, not God." <laughs> not God. <laughs> That's true. Nothing, Probably the television. There's there's no particular reason we're weird this morning, is there? This morning, the start of the podcast, yeah. is there? There's not like it's not like oh no, it's really hot, or oh no, we're really tired, or like oh we're you know we had a, we we had a couple I or something. I think we just have things that we need to address. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. For example, James, you have an example ready. Yeah, well, <laughs> the sky. Yeah. Changes every day. Boy, fuck, dude. It sure does. Make up your mind, idiot. <laughs> this bozo that you look up at, and sometimes it's a light blue, and other times it's a deep, dark blue. Yeah, sometimes it's every day. Well, I'm more talking about, like, uh, every day, like, at uh, 2 a.m. in the day. Yeah. And at 8 a.m. in the day. Sure. Then at 3 p.m. in the day, and then at 8 p.m. in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at 10 p.m. in the day. That's the whole day. All very different. Very different skies. And honestly, just when I think I'm used to one sky, it's 2 p.m. and I'm finally settling in to that afternoon sky, that day sky. It's ridiculous. Just when I settle in with my couch and my <laughs> Tostitos and my little pants. <laughs> my t- couch, my Tostitos, my little pants, and I <laughs> aim the and I aim this couch right at the sky. Right at the sky. And I look at it and I go, "All right, baby, this is never gonna change. This is the <laughs> one. And this is what I'll be looking at for years, for years and years and years. And every time, I don't know why every I keep. Time. Why do we keep falling for it? Every goddamn." Time Every it breaks. Goddamn time. It breaks my heart. Yeah, it breaks my heart. Speaking of breaking my heart. My achy breaky heart. Speaking of the hearts that ache and break. Uh-huh. Uh as as Ray Cyrus comma Billy uh-huh. said best. That was a Ray Cyrus comma Billy joint, right? Yeah, it was okay. a Ray Cyrus comma Billy joint. Okay, okay. Um listen, we watched an episode of Lost this week as we tend to do. Yeah. This, for the record, is the show where we watch Lost in the wrong order. Uh-huh. The Island Shuffle. The Island Shuffle. I'm Bean. I'm James. And uh, welcome to it. And guess what? We like to watch Lost in the wrong order. And this week we watched 
a heartbreaker, huh? Oh, we did. It is called Season 2, Episode 4, Everyone, Everybody Hates Hugo. Everybody Hates Hugo. Imagine hating Hugo. I can't. It's impossible. Yet everyone does it. Everybody does it, apparently, in this episode. Apparently. What do you want to... You know that kid? (laughs) No, what kid? (laughs) Sorry, what kid is this? There's this really great video of a kid... He's being interviewed by like a news station at a carnival, mm-hmm. and his he's like four years old or maybe like six or uh, something. I think I have seen this, but apparently, go on. and he talks about carnival rides, <laughs> and he always says apparently in like inappropriate situations. That rules! Yeah. I love that that kid just learned the word apparently and yeah. is just riding and it. And he like takes the mic at a certain point. He's yes. like, apparently, we went on the. On the space zoomer, and it went really <laughs> fast, and it scared me half to death. <laughs> and it's just, it, it's wholesome. That's wholesome. That's very wholesome, which is fitting because this episode is also pretty this wholesome. This is the most wholesome episode we've watched so far, um, and we've watched a lot. I think we should start with the flashbacks on this one. Yeah, you know, let's a go lot flashback. Here's, um, hmm, do I want to say this my piece at the beginning or at the end? I think I'll save it for the end. I'm going to save it for the end. Let's get into the flashbacks. Um, so listen up. It's a Hurley episode. You got to love that guy. Yeah. Uh, this is our first time really seeing a Hurley backstory episode. We've it seen him really go, is. We've seen him go into the future, um, but not really the past. So let's find out what it is. And what it is is he won the lottery with the cursed numbers that we all hate. So it starts off, he's staring at them, announce mm-hmm. the lottery on live on the air, mm-hmm. and he faints because he won. He faints because he won a bedillion dollars. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. That's how many dollars he won. That is Hurl. That's Hurley number. That's Hurley number. That's Hurley number. And then, but he doesn't tell anyone. He His doesn't. mom is like, Hurley, you fainted. Why? And he's like, must have been something I ate. Must have been something I ate. And then his mom just roasts him. She goes off. She goes it off. is crazy. It's literally. The first person that hates Hurley, his mom. His mom. His, speaking of one mom, you know, speaking of moms, uh, here comes a mom who's just like, your whole life is you go to the st- you go to work your dead end job and then you come home and you eat chicken and you don't exercise. And uh, maybe if you pray enough to Jesus, he'll take away 200 pounds and give you a car. Yeah. And then the phone rings and mom is like, oh, that must be Jesus. What color car do you want? Uh, and it's like a it's it's a it's a funny. What it is, is it's a funny. Uh-huh. It's a funny mom roasting a son. Uh, it's a, and for the record, it is like a gent. It is it it has the vibe of like a gentle loving roast. It's uh-huh. very like a. It's not yeah. like a fucking yelling at no. her sort of thing. No, but she's just like get off your ass. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's a stern talking to at best. Yeah, at worst rather. Uh, next we see Hurley working that very dead end job, which is at a chicken shack, chicken restaurant, chicken restaurant, chicken fast food, a KFC like, a Popeyes like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm very into calling restaurants like I'm gonna call. I'm decided to call any va- any burger fast food restaurant a McDonald's like McDonald's like <laughs> restaurant. Yes, exactly. It is a McDonald's adjacent joint. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so Hurley uh, and this scrawny dude named Johnny are working, and Johnny's like, "Hey, buddy, uh, boss wants to see you," and the boss. Fun fact, I don't know if you picked up on this. Boss is the same shitty boss who Locke had it at the box company. No, it isn't. It is. Exact same boss. Oh, my God. So they so they just have, like, one guy who's great at being a suck-ass, boss, idiot, yeah. jerk-ass boss. 
and they keep bringing him back. And honestly, that's world building. Yeah, totally. <laughs> one, one casting director's day off is another writer's world building. Totally. It yeah. is. I mean, they're great at that guy is good at his job. Absolutely. Absolutely. No denying that. Um, so Hurley's uh, basically the boss is like, you got to look at this footage. Here you are eating a chicken. And you owe us money for the chicken and for the napkins. Do you think we're made of money? Are you made of money? I'm not made of money. If you're made of money, if you think you're made of money, you better take your money and you better get your butt out of here, Mr. Moneybags. This is a surprisingly <laughs> accurate portrayal of what went down. I won't say it was to that extent, but it, there is like a lot of, are you made of money? I'm not made of money. This company's not made of money. Ex Nobody here's made of money. Yeah, it's very... It's like Hurley is made of money. I took a, I took a few liberties, I'll admit. Uh, it's a it's a it's an interpretation. Uh, this podcast is, is interpretive. Uh -huh. It, it is goes not slightly outside the realm of reality. Exactly. It's not quite because if you wanted to if you wanted the real Lost experience, you just watch Lost. Yeah, it's totally. out there. You can just watch Lost. I do myself. that. Yeah. I mean, we we do that. We do that. We, we watched the show. We did today. We we did an hour ago. We were doing that mere moments ago, back when the sky was just a little bit brighter. Yeah, just a little bit different. I eh? fuck that. <laughs> fuck you. Eat shit. <laughs> sky. Sky. What's wrong with you, Sky? Get it together. Get it together, Sammy. Sam, <laughs> famous Sammy Sky. Famous Casablanca line. Get it together, Sammy. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, iconic moment in film history. Um, film history. Do you say a historic moment or an historic moment? I, uh, I don't like to talk about history just because I don't know which one is right. <laughs> what do you mean? A historic moment, I would say. Okay. But I feel like... <laughs> like, you mean there's, like, different histories? Like, yeah. Uh, what? Or no, because I don't know which... Like, you asked that question, and I'm like, I don't know which one is true. Oh, that's that's the thing. That's you the know. Thing. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a correct one. I, I, I guess technically it would be ahistoric. Um, but then when I say that, I feel like I'm saying like a historical, which is all, which is like its own one word. Uh -huh, totally. So I say an historic to do that. And then I realize like, I don't say like I'm having an happy day or anything an like that. Happy day. I'm, I'm like, is it like a Canadian I'm thing? Having where we, an like, egg. I'm having, I'm, <laughs> I'm having an egg. I'm having, don't have a cow, man. Don't have a cow, man. Listen. Uh, all I'm saying is words are crazy, and why do we say words the way we do? Words. What's the point? I guess. Yeah. Words. Huh. Words. What, what is, is it good, good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Say it again Except for conveying uh, thoughts and ideas. Feelings. And feelings. And emotions. Emotions. Let's get back to the feelings of this episode. All right. Um, so Hurley has had enough of this bozo roasting him. He just got roasted by his mom. Yeah. And that's his mom. Mom's allowed. Mom is allowed to do whatever she wants. But this, She raised him. This guy, Hurley just says, I quit. I'm out of here. And then he's hyperventilating in the parking lot. And out comes his friend and coworker, Johnny, who says, guess what, buddy? You inspired me. I quit, too. We've got the day off. Let's hang out. And then the day is just Hurley and this guy. They hang out. They just hang out. It's, it's cool. It's great. Um, this guy, I want to give a shout out to this guy who's maybe one of my favorite, like, one episode characters. Totally. He's just, like, a charming, like, he's, like, this lanky dude, goober he's looking guy. He's a nice guy. little man just who's like a good friend. Just, like, a charming friend guy who we never see ever again. And it kind of breaks my heart. I would have loved to, like... 
get for him to be like a staple in the Hurley flashback. Exactly. Imagine like he comes to visit Hurley like post post Hurley leaving the island, yeah. and he's just like, "Hey, man, I know things were weird, but." Like, holy shit, you were in a plane crash and can talk to dead people now. That's fucked up. How you doing, buddy? So much for things changing, huh? Uh, I work at Pizza Hut. <laughs> I, work, I, work at, I work at a, a Pizza Hut-like establishment. Pizza Bin. <laughs> Pizza Bin. Uh, they, go to the, they go to the record store. They go to the CD store, and they pick up a drive shaft CD, and then Johnny they says- make fun of it. Johnny says more like suck shaft, yes. which, is, which is a good thing that I like to hear. Also a crazy sexual innuendo. Oh yeah, I mean it already isn't it already kind of I guess drive shaft. I don't know drive shaft though. I don't know. Is it or is that just like a car? Shive draft. Shive draft. You know. I I can't say that I do for sure. Um, witchcraft. There you go. Okay, there we you go. You can have that one for free. Oh, for free. You usually charge me, and that I that one's for the viewers. Uh, I like what you've done with whatever you're wearing around your head right now. <laughs> you've taken you've taken some kind of USB cable, <laughs> and you've just wrapped it around your head like it's a, <laughs> like it's a hat. It's a good look. Thank you. It's a good. Thank you, everybody. I, to all the viewers at home. To all the I do this for you. To all the viewers who can see this, I bet they love it. Um. So listen. Uh, her <laughs> uh, there's a cat in the room now, and the cat likes to scream. The cat is very talkative. We have a th- guest on this week's episode. His name is Alphonse. Alphonse the cat. Alphonse the cat, who is good, and I like to see him. He uh, talks a lot, though. He might chime in a little later. He might have some thoughts on the episode. Yeah. Um, Hurley, so they're making fun of Drive Shaft. Hurley asks out the cute uh, counter girl. Uh-huh. Uh, and the cute counter girl. I forget. Like, that is cashier. Yeah, I don't. Cashier. I don't know if she was ever given a name. Yeah, I want to say cashier. Some something. A- anyways, Hurley asks her out, and Johnny's like, "Dude, what's up with you today? You've got confidence for days." And Hurley's just like, "Buh, I don't know." Still hasn't told anybody about winning the lottery. Yeah. Uh, they end up pranking their boss by stealing a bunch of lawn gnomes. Uh-huh. Uh, they steal a bunch of lawn gnomes and arrange them on their shitty boss's lawn, and it says, Cluck you. Cluck you. It doesn't say fuck you, because, listen, they may be rapscallions, but they're no cussers. No, they're they're good boys they at may, the end of the day. They may rally against the man, but at the end of the day, uh, they are sensible lads. They're good boys at heart. They just fell in with the wrong crowd. Exactly, you know? exactly. And so Hurley, after that, has a serious conversation with uh, Buddy and says, listen, promise me something. Promise me that we'll never change no matter what happens. And Johnny's like, whatever. Sure. Sounds good to me. Sounds fun. Uh, Let's pull over here and get some gas, by the way. Uh, Also, yeah, like looks like we have to probably get a new job soon. But anyways, whatever. Today was fun. Today was a fun, like, fuck off day. And uh, <laughs> you're doing. I see that you're doing more wizardry with the cable. I'm enjoying the cable. I wish you could see J- James grinning ear to ear, having <laughs> so much fun with his USB cable. It's slightly magnetic. What is it actually? It is to charge a weed vaporizer. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Fa- via USB. Via USB. Via. The future is now. I cannot believe that I can plug my weed vaporizer into my desktop PC. Legalize it, baby. Or directly into my plug, and th- I mean, just, hey, Trudeau's already got you covered, baby. Oh, thank you, Justy. Thanks, thanks, Krusty Justy. Thanks, Krusty Justy. Oh boy. Um. So listen. Uh, as much as I love a, a weed vaporizer USB charger, wow, that's such a such a fucking like that's so funny to me. I love the idea of just like your computer detecting your weed vape yeah, charger. Yeah, totally. 
installing drivers for your USB weed vape. I saw, I know someone who had one that is also a power bank. What does, what is a power bank? Like if your phone is low on battery, uh, you plug your phone into your weed vaporizer. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I cannot believe how ahead of the game. The future the, is now. Wow. Vape culture has taken some leaps since, since I last checked in, it seems like. Coney 2012, baby. That was the turning point. <laughs> Elaborate, please. Um, after that was taken care of, we could move on to more important things. <laughs> Everything that the whole Joseph Coney situation was holding back, after we all became aware of Joseph Coney, then we could do the things that we had been waiting to do. Right. Yes. Yes, of course. That makes sense. Uh-huh. We... We got them, right? We got them? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, whatever Those happened. people got their money, and that's all that <laughs> That's true. They did all get their money. Remember Coney 2012? Oh, who could forget? I know multiple people who, like, the weekend of that were, like, fully fully into it. Did fully. they paint the night? Uh, I do I don't think anyone painted the night because I everyone knew about it already. I don't think they did. Um, I do know a friend who did get one of the bracelets. Oh, wow. And did did like support it. That's pretty hardcore. That was that was an intense weekend. That was an intense weekend. That that sweet that sweet weekend where uh, we all thought we were gonna get him if we just gave these guys enough money. Yeah. What totally. a what a what a like what fucking a weird thing. Sawyer would have loved that fucking con. Yeah. I'll tell you what. That was a con. What a con. Oh my god. Um so being online is crazy sometimes. Um so listen, they pull over to this gas station and Hurley doesn't want to because guess what? It's the gas station where they where he bought the lottery ticket. And the news is there. The news is there because all of, of the news is there. All of the news, CNN, CBC, CBS, BBC, BCC, BCC, BOA, RU, REM, Michael Stipe is there, Bill Barry's there. Uh-huh. They have their Bill Michael Burr is there for some reason. A lot of people are there. It's Bill Clinton. William Clinton and Bill Shatner. Hillary Rodham Clinton is there as well. HRC. HRC. Herc. Uh, Hercules is there, Herc right? Hercules is there. It's a, it honestly. This was the budget for the season, huh? Yeah. <laughs> to get both the Clintons. Getting both the Clintons and Hercules. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess this was Bush time, so they weren't exactly super busy. Yeah. Um, but, hey, listen, listen, listen. Johnny Johnny comes, Johnny comes goes in anyway. He's like, I'm going to go get uh, gas or whatever. And the news Does is... Does not pull up to pump. Nope. <laughs> the new, the new, and the news immediately blows up his spot he's like that's the guy that's the guy who won the lottery there he is and the news swarms hurley and we get a heartbreaking shot of johnny like just like realizing like oh that's why hurley's been the way he is and he didn't tell me about it he's and sour he, about he's, that he's, he's he's sour about it and he doesn't say anything but it's a uh, like we know it's it's the his 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 heartbroken doggy eyes say it all oh it's a, it's a, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. It is a, it is a mostly fun flashback, but it ends in heartbreak. Yeah. Cause their friendship was so good. Their friendship was so good. And, and uh, then you understand just from a look mm -hmm. that this lottery win drove a rift between them mm -hmm. that it was never fixed. Exactly. And it, and it does, it does a good job of like, even though it is like mostly just them goofy and hanging out, does a great job of like establishing like, you know, 
I guess, emotional stakes when, and with one scene just being like, fuck all that, I guess it's gone now. Uh, I remember not being a fan of this episode at the time and revisiting it. Like I love it. Astonishing. Easily, easily a top five. Yeah. Easily. We'll get into, we'll get into, uh, the Island stuff now so that we can fully establish what exactly is like Uh so damn good. So this is early season two. So we've just opened the hatch Everybody's digging around the hatch and figuring out that there's a button to push. Uh-huh. Desmond's long gone. He's sailing around the world somewhere, uh, just popping the first cork on his wine bottle. <laughs> uh, and uh, listen, Hurley Hurley has a dream. Hurley looks at he sees the oh f- he has a fucking dream. He, let me tell ya. He looks at the big closet full of all the food, and he just goes to town, baby. Baby, baby. <laughs> the cat has gone insane. The cat loved that scene. It's going crazy. The cat loved Hurley going to town on all the food. Hurley, there's like a chicken dinner in there. There's everything. There's everything. There's candy bars. There's, you know, there's the classic big ranch that is there's so... There's a giant ranch, there's of a, course. There's Hurley's a large... Bread and butter. Hurley's, Hurley's bread and butter. And there's bread and there's butter, probably. He's just going to town. And then he turns around and he sees Jin, and Jin speaking f- perfect English. And he's like, sup? And he's like, why do you speak English? And Jin says, you're, I'm not speaking English. You're speaking Korean. And then Hurley's speaking Korean for the rest of the, the dream. This is a good dream, I think. It's they, a crazy dream. They, it's fun. This is, feels like the one where they're, like, having fun with it's it. It's goofy. It's goofy. And then there's a man in a chicken suit there. Yeah. And uh, he says everything's going to change. <laughs> and Which, True. And that's the dream. <laughs> it's great. It is good. Hell of a way to start the episode. Hurley wakes up. He's at the computer. Mm-hmm. He's at the computer. Pushing the button. Pushing the button. Uh, next up, Hurley's on the beach. And Charlie's like, hey, what's going on the, in the hatch? And Hurley does a poor job of lying to him. The hatch is still brand new and everyone. So Hurley is one of like maybe four people who've exactly. been in the hatch before. There's like Jack, Saeed, Locke has been in there. Kate has been in there. Um, and that's more or less it. And Hurley has been put in charge of the food situation. That's exactly right. Um, uh, For obvious reasons, apparently. Uh, un- yes, regrettably. Hurley and food go hand in hand. Hurley has been charged with basically taking an inventory of the food and then f- figuring out how to ration it over the next, you know, over however long it takes. Uh-huh. Um, and so with this new responsibility, he is not too happy about it. Um, because guess what? Uh, Hurley, uh, so, so Kate takes like a bottle of shampoo and Hurley kind of is like, you can't do that, Kate. And Kate's just like, it's just one bottle. It's not a big deal. I'll take it. Um, you got to remember that up until now, like food has been like an ordeal. Yeah. It's been been like the be all and end all of it. Exactly. It's been like, oh no, there's not enough boar. What do we do? This is a major plot point. Uh huh. Now. So it's smart. They have a closet of food. Now they have a whole closet of food for everybody. And so it makes sense that it's like, I I appreciate the way that they handle that, Uh that as like, this is a thing that has to get dealt with. Obviously. Of course. Of course. When the show, it feels, it feels Consistent with internal logic. Totally, you, exactly, which it, is not always a given in Lost. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, this very much mm-hmm. does follow from the mm-hmm. reality of their situation. Exactly. Uh, so Charlie uh, finds out from Locke, more or less, that, uh-huh. hey, uh, like he finds out basically, like, 
Charlie's a weird jerk in this episode. Yeah, basically. he's like guilting Harley a bunch. Exactly. He gives him peanut butter. Exactly. He wants just one jar of peanut butter. Is that so much to ask? I know you're in charge of the food, and I know you got it. Why aren't you giving me peanut butter? It's for it's for the baby. The baby wants the peanut butter. The baby needs the peanut butter. Are you really going to keep peanut butter from a baby? You, you goddamn jerk. You became one of them. You're the man you're now. You're the man now. You're management. You're you idiot. You changed, man. You're part of the problem now, yeah. man. And Hurley's so bummed. Like and Hurley, Charlie, you're hogging all the heroin, you goddamn <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Share some of the fucking heroin. Share some of the heroin with the baby. <laughs> Give me the heroin. Come on. Uh, and uh, Hurley basically, more or less, hates this newfound responsibility. Yeah. Because just like with the lottery, he knows that everybody's going to want things from yeah. him. And he is unable to handle being the bad guy. Uh-huh. Uh, he more or less breaks this down with Locke in a hell of a scene where Locke is basically taking inventory of the guns that are in the house. Oh, yeah. And he's basically Incredible. like. He's basically like casually like assembling, disassembling the sniper rifle and like waving it around throughout their conversation. And just having like. What is the. I wrote down a quote. Locke says, uh, Hurley's talking about how he doesn't want to do the food job and it's like giving him a bunch of anxiety and he doesn't like how everyone wants stuff from him mm-hmm. and Locke says I've had a lot of jobs I didn't want to do hold sniper rifle <laughs> like Locke put it down please put it for down for the <laughs> sake of the conversation you just you don't necessarily I don't know how urgent the sniper rifle business is you can put it down for a conversation it, it doesn't need to be me waved of a time around once I was at a friend's house a few years ago and they were like cooking food mm-hmm. and then they began to tell me like a pretty involved story about something that happened during their day the sort of story where you're like what the fuck was this person thinking right yes like, and uh, like doing a lot of exaggerated hand movements and stuff. Exactly, you'll never believe. And then they finish the story. It was probably like two minutes of talking, and they finished the story, and I, they were like waiting for me to respond or something. Yeah. And I had to admit that uh, I did not really hear a single word you said because for the past two minutes you've just been wildly waving a kitchen knife around (laughs) 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 in a pretty threatening manner oh my god like getting worked up with this kitchen knife in your hands and like all of these elaborate hand movements pointing in yeah exactly it's like jesus christ you got like a 10 inch blade there oh my god Yeah. yeah i like a hand talker but you gotta put the weapon down yeah put the weapon down and this is a lesson that Locke could learn this is a lesson that Locke could stand to learn in this episode uh Hurley is fed up he says I'm not doing this anymore Uh to heck with this I've had enough and uh he goes to to a tree and takes a stick of dynamite Uh and he decides I'm gonna blow it all up fuck it nobody gets any food I've had enough and I gotta be the bad guy screw this Rose spies him. Rose finds him. Listen, hey, we th- one thing we overlooked is that Rose is in this episode, has a pretty prominent role, and Rose and Hurley is maybe the most wholesome combination of characters. Rose and Hurley are friends. They're friends. Hurley confides in Rose the whole food situation. Yes, and Rose is like, oh, like you know, I hope my dead husband's alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's her exact wording. I hope my dead husband's alive. Uh, they literally like it, they're like the like start of this whole like like Rose and Hurley arc starts with like 
Hurley's just kind of bummed and wandering around, and he's just like, man, everybody wants to know what's in the hatch. Don't you, don't you want to know what's in the hatch, Rose? And Rose is just like, I, unless it like helps me do my laundry, I don't really care that much. And Hurley's just like, actually, well, actually, and then cut to the laundromat in the, in the hatch, and Rose is like, well, this is pretty crazy. And what Jack, else is up? <laughs> and Jack is also bummed about it because he's like, Hurley, who else did you tell? Did you tell the whole goddamn camp, yeah. you stupid idiot? You stupid freaking goober. And <laughs> we, we can't trust Rose. We can't trust Rose, Rose the most, earnest, the one. The most you, earnestly Jack. wholesome fuck character. Fuck you, Jack. Get, get the, the hell. fuck out. Get out of here. And get out of my show, Matthew Fox. Matthew Fox does not belong on any image. Moving still three-dimensional or otherwise. I want Josh Holloway. I want the guy who plays Hurley. Jorge Garcia. Jorge Garcia. And then I want um, The Ocean. The Ocean. And I want just a buddy duo TV show that. of them floating in the ocean. <laughs> just them, like, no no support. No support. <laughs> they're no, floating. They're just floating in the pac- yeah. the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. It would get so wrinkly and pruney, it'd be funny. (laughs) It would be funny how wrinkly and pruney they get. After like eight months in the (laughs) ocean. I gotta say. They open up their mouths and fish jump in. (laughs) And they gotta deal with that. Exactly. That's a problem in and of itself. There's a lot of bones in fish, I'll tell you that much. That's a a whole arc. That's a a beginning, middle, and end. (laughs) That's a beginning, middle, and end. Oh my god. So it's a good show. What it is is it's a, what we've done is we've pitched a very good show. I don't know if it's as, quite as good as Lost though, is the thing. Um, <laughs> so so basically, Rose comes through and is like, "Don't do this! Don't blow up the! This is obviously a bad idea." But Hurley's basically just like, "No, everybody's gonna want everything from me, and I gotta be the bad guy." And what the heck? Oh my gosh! Um, and like in the middle of the speech, it's being intercut. With that last flashback where he's where Hurley's being swarmed by the cameras uh-huh. and the heartbreaking face that Johnny makes at the gas station uh-huh. as he's talking, he's like, and he's like, well then Kate wants this, and so but then if I say no to Kate, and if I give it to Kate, then Charlie's pissed. Charlie yeah. doesn't get anything, and if everybody wants anything, then nobody can have. And it's a just I just can't. And uh, and boy, it's a heartbreaker. Fair enough. It is yeah. a it is a holy. Um, let's talk about how this resolves before uh-huh. we, before we get into the tone of the episode that I like very much. Um, what ends up happening is, uh, oh boy, uh, Hurley base Rose comes Hurley down and then we get Hurley and Jack and Hurley's just like, this is the only way it'll work. There's like, there's the, not enough food. There's not enough we food. can't really sustain ourselves off this completely. Exactly. This is not sustainable. We gotta, th- there's pretty much no other way to do it. Like, this is the only way, and Jack is like, "All right, if you insist, you're in charge. You put, I put you in charge, and if this is what you want, sh- go to it." Which great move on Jack's yeah. part. I, I take back everything I said about Matthew Fox. I take back some of I, it. I take back a bit of it. Yeah. I, he, he's allowed in images. Fuck you, Jack. Get the <laughs> fuck out of my show. He's allowed in images. He's imi- not. Well, okay, Matthew Fox. He can stay in Lost. He's not welcome in the Hurley and Sawyer floating in the ocean show. Yes. Okay. We've done it. We figured it out. He's not allowed in our brilliant new Netflix original. He's actually quite good in Lost, though. He's uh, not bad. He he brings he brings it when he's gotta. 
anyways, Hurley's move is to just give away all the food immediately and uh-huh. right now. And he does. He gives Charlie his peanut butter. He gives, you know, everybody ice cream. He gives Locke some tins of something or other. Yeah. And Locke's really happy to, for those. Locke loves his tins. You get, a, one, you get a classic slow montage of the whole beach. Every We see everybody. And Shannon's, Shannon's there, too. Shannon's got something. Shannon's not dead yet. Shannon's not yet dead. Everybody's, everybody's happy, eating food, chomping away. And... Uh, and it's a very heartfelt and earnest scene. It's cute. It's cute. Uh, this episode is earnest in a way that caught me way off guard. It fucking floored it's, me. It, yeah, it's so much less about like life or death situations, yeah. and it's so much more about like dealing with like rifts drawn between friendship and exactly like, dealing with like the loss of someone important to you. Exactly. And, yeah. It's just, it's so much more about emotion and relationships than it is about, like, we gotta get a boar in the woods. Exactly. and ev- like, Or even, like, he's trying to kill the whole island. Ex- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, well, like, here's, this is a turning point for me. This is yeah. a major turning point for me because here's a thing I've always admired about Lost, and still to an extent kind of do, uh-huh. is its willingness to shake up the status quo and take wacky ass risks in new storytelling uh not not storytelling that's not the word i'm looking for but to like really like fuck things up to be like what if they're off the island now what does that mean yeah uh what if they fucking travel through time what if there's an alternate timeline whatever like of course not all of these work Uh but i in general as i've said before i like a show that swings for the fences and and often misses. Totally, I find that more interesting than a show Rather that than just like kind of play it safe. Exactly, that yeah. just kind of keeps things same. And I still do like that about Lost. I still really do admire how like fucking like how fucking gung ho they often are about just like like you literally like watch an episode like like as we do on this show. Uh-huh. Every episode is just a completely different thing. Uh-huh. It's such an eclectic show. Uh, but this episode really cemented for me that the good shit is the heartfelt shit. The good shit is the, like, relationships between characters shit. Yeah, totally, totally. And well, I think... Sorry, you finish your thought. The, the, I just wanted to finish off and say that the that heartfelt shit, the relationship between characters, does come at the cost of... Or, or rather, the shaking shit up all the time yeah. comes at the cost of the relationships between characters. Well, that's essentially it, and mm. that's my issue with it, because it's like it mm. doesn't... I think really good writing recognizes that those don't have to be mutually exclusive. Exactly. And just within the later seasons mm. of Lost, there's a total loss of mm. emotional resonance. Exactly. Because there's just so much going on. And exactly. It's like there's... And it... it, it it just gets so far outside of the realm of like mm-hmm. being able to put yourself in a situation because exactly. too much has happened way too quickly. Exactly. And, and there's things like that. So I guess you do have to dial back both in order to strike the proper balance. Exactly. But, and but I think loss occasionally you, does hit that balance sometimes. Yeah. Even like, I think now for instance is a good, like there's something new, but it's still about like this is actually kind of the perfect balance almost totally because it is like here's this new thing that shakes up the status quo of we have a hatch now, uh, but how does this affect the relationships between the characters and how does this affect Hurley specifically? And that's what's really lost in the later seasons mm-hmm. because a new thing happens that really affects people and they all just adapt to it immediately. Yeah, there's and there's no mm-hmm. true understanding of like 
the ways that people struggle mm. to cope with uh, large mm. scale changes in life. Yeah, there's that a kind of interesting case study is the episode we watched last week, the Miles episode, uh-huh. where we find out that Miles has like. Miles finds out that his dad is living with him on the island, and he's just been like fine, fine with it. He's with just it. been fine with it, which he I don't doesn't nec- care. He doesn't care, and like I don't necessarily think that's the worst approach. I actually think it's a ju- it's a pretty like funny and good approach. Yeah. but it uh, does not have the same level of impact as an episode like this. That's where an it's example like, too of masterful. like what they started to do with characters, where like mm. the early seasons are such an intimate mm-hmm. uh, exploration as to this really fleshed out person's mm. like entirety of their of their personality. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of Hurley from what he used to be like, yeah. and what he's like now, and we like what he's doing now is so informed by what happened to him in the past. Exactly. Whereas in the Miles episode, there was no shit. real exploration no. of. His his inner workings of his thoughts and feelings. No, none whatsoever. He, uh, it was like very much an arms. He was kept at an arm's length mm-hmm. and we never got into his head. Whereas mm. like during this entire episode, I could feel Hurley's thought process go on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, that's, that's more or less it. I do still like enjoy the good, like I did, I did still, we, we both still liked that miles episode. Totally, it, was a, it, was fun. It, was, it was a fun and I fine episode, fun with that, but yeah. like, I'm just like, the main thing we want to convey is that this stuff was just like so much on another level. Yeah, totally. Like it just this really, this is the reason me. why it's like worth it to put up with like the later season. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. It helps me understand what was really good about the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, do you want to just wrap up the like side plots and then yeah, we can get totally. out of here? You can fucking get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Get a new episode to watch. I want to watch a new one. I want to watch a new one. I want to watch a whole new one. Uh, So there's some minor stuff happening with the camp. The um, uh, Claire finds the bottle from the raft. Uh A message in a bottle. Message in a bottle. Gives it to Sun. Says, you know, we found this washed up on the shore. We don't really know what it means, but it could be bad. What do you want to do with it? And during that end montage, we see Sun burying the bottle. And that is that. That is part. that. Another, which adds to the heartfeltness of the, Totally, like, totally. It's like there's emotion. There's, like, that loss mm. of, it's another example of, what with, is, it sort of mirrors the, like, Rose and um, Bernard mm. thing, where yeah. Rose and Bernard both have so much hope that exactly. they will reconnect. Exactly. This is representative of, like, Sun losing hope that she will reconnect. Exactly. But wanting thing. to keep that hope alive for the camp. Uh-huh. Which is, like, like in, like, one scene, they say so much profound totally. in thing. a scene with no words. A scene with no words. Just Sun buries a bottle, and it's just like, oh, that says it all. Yeah, that, exactly. That establishes so much about... A, a decision that Sun is making, and Sun isn't like it's Sun's only scene. Totally, I cannot. I'm like the more I talk about it, the more I'm like this episode is like fucking masterful. It's just thoughtful, yeah. It's, like unbelievable. There's actually stuff to examine underneath the layers. I was so I was so floored by this episode. Yeah. I went in just being like, it'll be a fun Hurley episode. I wasn't expecting to be like, oh, Lost can be like actually brilliant sometimes. Totally, yeah. Um, <laughs> you just did an invisible cheers with your glass of water. I'm just looking through the water. Are you seeing anything you like? Um, it bends the world. Oh shit, dude, that's trippy, man. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. What you got to do is lay, you got to lay off that weed vape, dude. I know. <laughs> oh boy, we have so many promising episode title choices this time around. <laughs> we'll talk about it off mic, of course. But boy, um, listen, uh, there's another, there's a, there's a not so lighthearted plot as uh-huh. well. Uh, Sawyer, Michael, and Jin are in the are in the pit with the tail section crew. Uh-huh. 
and they're just finally getting released and like starting to be like, okay, you're the tail section. You're not trying to kill us. We're but out here. They're still like prisoners, you're and sti- they're still they yeah. have no freedom. Exactly. Anna's in charge. Anna's is in charge, and she's pretty violent. She's, actually, she's she's mean to Sawyer. Sawyer Sawyer like Sawyer is mean back, and she loves that. Yeah, it's a very good scene where basically what he happens. He threatens to kill her, and she's happy. It's a fucking hell of a scene. Basically, Sawyer like. As soon as they release Sawyer, they realize, oh, is that a rock in your hand? Are you trying to, like, are you, like, we just let you out of prison and you're still trying to fuck with us? Uh Uh-huh. And Anna Lucia just decks Sawyer, like, steps on him and is like, I run the show here. Fuck you. You do what I say all the time. And then Sawyer's like, all right, all right. Just one thing. You hit, hit me again, and I'll kill you. And then Anna smiles. Fuck yeah, but I, a, yeah, I like a, you. It's a hell of a way to establish a dynamic. It's cool. Uh, as much as I don't love Anna, I like that moment. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, you get it, that's another just example of like you get yeah. to understand so many things about a person mm-hmm. from their reaction mm-hmm. to a thing. And like and like Echo also like spends time like being like. It was a misunderstanding. You're right to be pissed, but, like, I'm sorry. And, like, Echo's, like, out here trying to make amends. Yeah. Uh, who has basically spent the past few episodes just being, like, scary and Totally, mean. totally. Uh, and, yeah. Anyways, they get to the, they get to, like, the tail section's camp, which is just, like, this, like, shitty bunker. Like, yeah. a shitty hallway that has, like, three more people in it. And they realize, like, oh, this is all that's left. We have, like, 40 people. But, oh, trouble. Whoa! And then uh, the final scene of the episode is one Bernard, baby. Bernard, in his first appearance in the show, looking haggard and sad, walks up to Michael and he says, Hey, is there a... Where you guys came from? Is Is there a woman named Rose? And they say, yeah, baby, your wife's alive. And Bernard is just, like, sobbing and crying. And and then it cuts to Rose just, like, smiling. It's so beautiful. It's such a fucking wholesome episode. It's so nice. I cannot believe it. It's so nice. What the hell? What a what an episode! What do you even say after that? I we, don't know. The boys are back. We try we try to crack wise, but then we end up like falling in love with earnestly with Hugo and Rose and Bernard. I also love that Bernard's first scene is just like like immediately such acting chops. Just totally, like being, yeah, yeah. Just he like, goes in like on a tear. Yeah, he just immediately is like like sobbing and like grateful and relieved and exhausted. And it's just like, holy shit, this guy's here to stay. And then he spends the rest of the season just being like a goober. A total goofball, <laughs> yeah. A, like, dumb man. A goober. He, like, what are some hot Bernard? I want to recap some hot Bernard moments before we get out of here. Let's uh-huh. wrap this up with our with our t- best Bernard moments. Leg out, leg out of the pants. Good one. Uh, fixing Jin, <laughs> yeah. fixing Jin's marriage inadvertently. Good one. Aww. Living in a cabin and uh, giving a weird look to Juliet is another Aww. good one. And that's all the ones I can think of that's off the top all. of my head. That's Those th- are the best ones. I mean, that's really oh, all you need. Oh, he's stuck in a tree. He's stuck in a tree. <laughs> he's he, stuck in a tree. He gets stuck in a tree. Oh, poor Bernard. Oh. That's his first time out of the crash, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, poor, poor Bernard. That's uh, sweet. What an episode, huh? Yeah. That's you. You rarely hear us get that enthusiastic about the damn show. It was show. beautiful. Oh my gosh. Um, we say we watch another one. I think we have to watch another one. Let's roll the dice. It could be good, it could be bad, but could you know what? We have to do it. We have no choice but to. D- we regret to inform you that we must do it to him. I rolled the dice. I got 67. 67? That's season three. Ah, season, uh, season three, episode 18, DOC, uh, which is a sun episode. 
Cool. So how about that? I love it. What do you say we uh, watch that one next time? Bring it on, baby. All right. Let's do the old rigmarole sign-off. You can follow me on Twitter, at Barrier Trio. You can follow James at Twitter, at, at James Brown. Yeah. Uh, you can follow the show, at Island Shuffle. You can also like us on Facebook, at The Island Shuffle, or Facebook.com slash The Island Shuffle, rather. Uh, you can leave us a review or a rating on iTunes if you're so inclined. I've been told that that is a good way to get, uh, you know, your voice heard and your podcast out there. So if you are feeling generous, I would, we, we should, certainly would appreciate that. We are hosted on the noisespace.xyz network that Matt very generously lets us, um, lets us put our pot, our whole damn podcast on for no charge and just the kindness of his heart. Uh, we share our network with a little podcast called Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. It's a leftist podcast that's very good, where they, where everyone's extremely online and mad all the time, <laughs> and saying and saying horrible cursed things. Uh, if you want to get into that, uh, I recommend it. Uh, and that is all the bits and pieces that we like to say at the end of the show, isn't it? That's the whole. Well, th- all except for one. Except for one. Except for the most important one of all. Which is, of course, get ready for it. Here it comes. You're going to love it. Brace yourselves. Put your butt in your seat and put your feet on the ground because we're going to sit.